2: And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure for sure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you once again. As we do each weekday morning here together, Father. I pray for all those who are listening. I pray your blessings upon them. And, Father, we pray with great thanksgiving for who you are. We love your grace and your mercy and your love for us, Father. Thank you for your sacrifice for all people who would just accept you. Thank you, Father. You're such an awesome Father. Our nation is in turmoil, Father. The people are divided. We pray for peace and for calm and for common sense. We pray for guidance. May your remnant of people be able to show love to one another. May we stand for what is righteous. It doesn't matter right and left here. What matters is your righteousness. Father, I pray for those who are in leadership of this country Many of them are doing things that are evil. I pray that you will turn that around. Father, we're, we're concerned about the safety of Americans that are left abroad. I ask that your protection be with them. Father, we pray for your wisdom and discernment. That we can sift through all that we're seeing and being told some of it is truth mixed in with lies, and some of it is lies mixed in with truth. Help us to sort it all out, and to always look to you, for only you are the truth. Bless today's show, Father. And it is for such a time as this that I am here. Use me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So, as I was going through the news today, just so much stuff to sort through. And uh, I got to thinking, this is a republic. It's not a democracy. Quit listening to that word. It's a republic, a constitutional republic. So, my challenge or my call to action is, take charge, America. America. Because it belongs to you. A republic form of government only works when the people are working and paying attention. And we have not been paying attention for decades upon decades. We the people have lost our way. We've been busy independently minding our own business and trusting the elected to do the right thing. But the right thing, they did not. So, here we are in a chaotic and evil world. Right here in this nation. A nation that was once said to be a a nation under God. And now we seem to be a godless nation. But we know that we have a remnant of believers here. It doesn't take a genius to think for yourselves. And that's what the leadership... Both sides of the aisle here don't want you to think for yourself. They want to be your thinkers. But when we're told there's more than one gender, we know there are two. Science tells us every species has two, male and female. That was easy, wasn't it? That was easy to think for yourself. That was pretty easy. That was a simple one. But yet that particular thing has caused chaos throughout our nation. Everybody's gasping and wondering, whoa well whoa well, well, what what I say? What you know, we we gotta be careful about saying he and she and them and her and his and No you don't. You don't have to play by those rules. Yet we've let these politicians, in particular those on the left right now, say and do whatever they want legislate idiocy in the name of humanity and voila your liberty is gone but we weren't paying attention so we can't just blame them we have to look in the mirror what were we doing you know i used to brag about and it's not really very smart but i used to brag about things that were going on that i didn't know about and i used to say If it doesn't happen in my laundry room, my kitchen, I don't know about it. Because that was my world. But as I was there in my world taking care of my family, which which is what I was supposed to be doing, I was allowing this outside world to take their liberties and their freedoms away from them. And now they want to take the religious freedom away. Well, they've always wanted to. They're just more vocal about it now. Whatever they seem to say, the politicians, becomes our guidelines. If you dare to think otherwise, you will be punished. Gender dysphobia is a mental disorder. It's not a normal thing. Allowing those who do not know who they are to continue in their confusion rather than to help them, that's not humane. It's not a good thing. While not all of those are violent, such as the young man wearing a skirt and assaulting and raping young girls in the public school there in Loudoun, they are in need of help. Enabling them is not help. And it's hurting and hindering other children and other people, putting them in the path of great harm. Biological men thinking outside, thinking for myself, should not use the female bathroom. We said this years ago when this first started up. That was during the Obama administration. It could have been anybody's, but it happened to be his. That that was going to cause what we just saw happen here a month earlier. Nor should biological women use the male bathrooms. It doesn't take a genius To figure this all out. To think for ourselves. Teaching children they are marked one way or the other by their skin color, that's unhealthy. It's racist. Pitting Americans against one another serves a political purpose, control. But it does not serve a national purpose of humanity, growth, and peace. Criminals should not be babied. They should be punished. Dangerous criminals need to be removed from society where they will cause harm to others. We could go on and on with this monologue, but I think you get what I'm saying. We seem to be afraid of offending someone. We've said this in our Christian life many times. We don't share the good news because we don't want to offend somebody. But we're hurting people when we don't share the truth, when we don't think for ourselves the Democrat Socialist Communists that are now in control are working overtime to destroy this nation. This isn't the Democrat Party of my uncle. This isn't the Democrat Party of your grandparents. They never wanted this. In fact, many of them fought against it. Take charge, America. It is your right. It is your duty. As the... Declaration of Independence says, But when a long train of abuses and usurpations... And I want you to stop and think about that. What abuses and usurpations are we enduring today? Pursuing an invariable and the same object evinces, a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right. It is their duty That's you and me. To throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Take charge, America. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Coins.com have the lights on. Beth returned to listening to C S C Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have uh, about three or four different articles here coming out of Loudoun County, the school district that's in in the limelight right now because of what has taken place. It says here that um, this one is coming from American greatness, I do believe, that the Loudoun County judge finds the boy guilty of sexual assaulting female students, one student anyway. The boy was later charged with sexual battery and abduction and another female student on October 6th at a broad run high school. It's all in Loudoun County. So the judge has found him guilty. I don't know what kind of punishment he's going to have, but um, I don't know if he's really... um, transgender or if he's just putting the skirt on so that he can go and and assault you know that he's a you know he's a predator so the parents in Loudon County are they're wanting to demand the superintendent of the school board resign or be fired well you know the fact that they hid this crime and then it happened again because they moved the boy to another school this guy is guilty He needs to lose his job, and he needs to be arrested. He allowed this to happen and hid it. Hid it from the public. I want you to think about that. When I read what he did to this young girl, this boy, think about your own 14- or 15-year-old child or grandchild, boy or female, male or female, if they would have had this happen to them in a public school bathroom where you send your children to public school and you think they're safe and they're not safe because of these regulations and these rules that are put forth that make absolutely no science sense, no biological science sense, No mental science sense. They're hurting people. The victims and the perpetrator. They're not helping him. So, these parents want this superintendent to be fired. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit. And then another article here. The Loudoun County parents are being forced to sign a non-disclosure agreement in order to see this curriculum that they're teaching the children. Now, you stop and think about that. This is public school. First, they didn't want the parents to see it. And you know this guy running for, for governor in, in uh, uh, Virginia... Said the parents don't have any right to see what these kids are being taught. Where do they get off? America, you've got to wake up. They've not for yourself, for your children, your grandchildren, your great grandchildren. <laughs> They're important. It is your right, it is your duty to see what's going on. This doctor that I uh, watched on. Uh, Mark Lemon Sunday night this professor of of Yale said and he was talking about not the critical race theory he was talking about the forced vaccines for children It's a homeschooling this is, a prof- <laughs> this is a doctor at Yale. Homeschool them. Take them out of the public school systems. We had some mother that was protesting, and they've got a protest going on today, these m- moms. My brother, the Marine, came in here last week. He said they've upset the, I won't say what he said, they've upset the wrong people now. They've got the mother bears at them. Don't mess with our children. So they have to sign this uh, agreement, this non-disclosure agreement. It says, When we all use the same words for emotions and situations and behavior and dynamics, the curriculum reads, in part, It promotes empathy and understanding between students and teachers and staff and parents and the community. This is crazy stuff. Yes, we need to be kind, Yes, we need to be considerate. We shouldn't be bullies. But we need to understand that our children should not be put in positions where they're judging one another for their skin color. It's crazy. It's going backwards. This isn't progress. These parents have every right to see what these children are being taught, and for the arrogance of these leaders in this particular party right now, is the one doing it. I haven't heard anybody else. Liz Cheney. I haven't heard anybody else say anything about this critical race theory. But whether it's critical race theory, or Common Core, whatever it is. The parents need to know what their children are being taught. Is there any wonder if they're concentrating on these kind of things that our children have to, we have to keep dumbing down the test for our children to pass? I'm wondering now if the teachers could even pass some of these tests. I'm not trying to be judgmental. I have, I have daughter in laws that are teachers, and they're good teachers. But, there is a problem in the public school system, and it's a huge problem if they think the parents need to be removed from knowing what your children are being taught, how they're being treated in school. Who would accept these young men wearing a skirt, but biologically male, going into the female bathrooms? Who dreamed this up? Who knew that this was going to cause... Everybody knew this was going to cause a problem. Everybody knew it. (laughs) State of California's put them in the prisons. Guess what? The women's prisons, we now have pregnant women. Because the biological males (laughs) got all biological, I guess. It's kind of human nature, folks. You don't have to... It doesn't take a genius to think about it and to know what's going to happen. Well, there are people standing up. There are people making noise, and they are not terrorists. They are not domestic terrorists, these parents that are standing up for the children, whether it's about critical race theory or rape in the bathrooms. It's time the parents stood up. It's past time. We have to take some responsibility if we haven't been paying attention. It's drudgery to go to the school board, mem- to the spool- school board meetings, but you have got to do it. You need to know what's going on. I don't know if they still have. I know they don't have PTA. It's not got called PTA anymore, but they used to have PTA meetings where parents got involved. But as time went on, it seemed like they wanted less and less of the parents in there. We should have been, we should have been getting wise back then. But Missouri and Ohio School Board Associations, they leave the National School Board Association over this domestic terrorist letter. Now, they sent a letter to the Attorney General in D.C., and now he's got FBI going after parents. That's not the way it should be, my friends. There's a lot more going on in this world that they need to be taken care of. But you see, they've become political. Political tools instead of tools for the protection of Americans, they are political tools to be used against Americans. Now, if the parents had caused violence in these meetings, I could understand not necessarily the FBI going after them, but the local police. And that has happened, although I thought it was unjustly when they started jerking this one man around, he didn't really do anything. Yellen is not doing something. Throwing a fist is doing something, and he did not do that. But the School Board Association in Missouri and Ohio on Tuesday, just yesterday, separately, they didn't get this together, announced they are ending their membership with the National School Board Association over a letter that the NSBA sent to President Joe Biden last month requesting federal law enforcement to intervene at local school board meetings. Well, that's what we need. We need the brown shirts to come to the school board meetings and make sure that those parents behave themselves. Don't yell, and whatever you do, don't question the bathroom situation. We're in a mess. But I think we can do something about it. It's not just about elections, my friends. It's about you. Take charge, America. Take charge. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I thought this was kind of a, um, I want to say funny, but it's not funny, (laughs) ha-ha. It's Franklin Graham, and this is coming from yesterday. He said, did Biden's administration just okay churches to support political candidates? The article says the evangelist, uh, Franklin Graham, he questions the Biden administration if they will agree that churches should be able to engage in a free speech, including political speech, supporting a candidate. His comments came after Vice President Kamala Harris made a video for more than 300 churches in Virginia urging our black voters to support Democrat gubernatorial nominee Terry McAuliffe. It appears to violate the Johnson Amendment, he said. So Graham says now, or is it that just another of those do as I say and not as I do situations? But he concluded that perhaps, just perhaps, the Biden administration just gave everyone permission in their churches to play videos promoting Glenn Youngskin for governor or candidate of, of some other kind promoting families encountering Extremism, he says. Look that way. Look at it that way. And they did it, so it must be okay. <laughs> you know. Um, first of all, I I I disagree with some of the things that they restrict because it isn't a separation of church and state. It's a separation of state from the church, not the church from the state. So pastors, they're careful. 5013Cs were only necessary because the government said they were necessary. And then of course we have all these, these, uh, um, not-for-profit organizations that pop up and they make a lot of money. Did you know that? They make a lot of money, these non-for-profit organizations. It's crazy the world we're in. It doesn't take a genius to figure out we've done some things wrong. Out of greed. Too many lawyers. Sorry if you're a lawyer and you're listening. Too much suing going on. You know, I was reading something just re- recently. And, and of course, there's uh, lawsuits. Joe Biden suing certain states. Certain states are suing Joe Biden's administration. And it's just going back and forth and back and forth, like the little, the little ball you hit off the uh, little paddle board, whatever they call those things, paddle ball. It's crazy. How much does that cost the American taxpayer? Because, you know, those lawyers ain't doing it for free. No. So we're going to sue. We're going to sue the Biden administration, or the Biden administration is going to sue Texas over, over an abortion law, the heartbeat law, the heart's beating, there's life. And it just goes on and on and on. Well, this is another article. This is coming from the Daily Wire. I told Rudy this morning, I said, I've read this, and I don't understand what this guy's saying. Maybe it's because it doesn't make any sense. Maybe that's the reason. Or maybe I'm just dense. But this is just the kind of chaos the American economy needs, says CNN, who praises the U.S. labor shortage. So a labor shortage is just the kind of chaos America economy needs. Seriously, I don't understand his logic here. He says as Americans find it harder and harder to purchase Christmas gifts, replace broken appliances, or eat at their favorite restaurants because of the ever emptying store shelves. Have you seen the store shelves lately? And ever increasing prices. The CNN commentator, Farid Zakaria, I don't know who he is, claimed that the U.S. labor shortage is just the kind of chaos the American economy needs. He talks about the unions walking out on the jobs, and one was uh, John Deere. And 10,000 people walked out, workers from John Deere Manufacturing. 1,400 workers walked out on Kellogg. He thinks this is a good thing. And yet the farmers are scrambling for equipment and paying tens of thousands of dollars more to use their tractors than they did in years past. It's not just the tractors used it. The the fuel to keep them running. You're not going to run a tractor on solar energy. It's just not going to happen. An electric tractor is not going to get the job done. How many times are you going to have to plug that thing in and recharge? It's not efficient. So both, he says, but the U.S. shortage, which resulted in 10.4 million unfulfilled jobs, goes beyond organized labor to the throngs of Americans temporarily quitting their jobs and permanently leaving the workforce. He goes on to say most workers in the U.S. are not unionized. So they may not be inclined to organize a strike, but they can surely just walk off their jobs. So how is this a good thing? I've never quite understood. I keep reading it. Because since April, an average of about 4 million workers have quit their jobs every month. It's a trend economists have called the great resignation. I still don't understand how they look at that as being good. Prices are going higher. Less people are working. The shelves are becoming bare. Now, the shelf I told you about and took a picture of, I didn't show you on the radio the picture of it, you see it in little, one of the local um, grocery stores in my town. And it happened to be the section where all the frozen vegetables are kept. You know, your corn, your uh, peas, your green beans. Rudy loves green beans. And potatoes and carrots. All those frozen things right there. Completely empty. That was... Two weeks ago, last weekend, they had food in there again. I don't know why it was empty, if they were having trouble with the freezers, or but it was completely empty. And if you have paid attention, since the pandemic started last year, year and a half ago now, some of these shelves have never been fully restocked. There'll be some green beans, canned green beans. Some things are just missing. I can't find the whole green beans anymore, not down high B anyway. I've never looked. I know, you don't like green beans. Um but some things have never really those shelves have never been fully restocked. Of course the administration tells us we're spoiled and we need to uh quit fretting over our treadmills <laughs> not arriving for Christmas. And think smaller. You know, go back to the Carter days when he told us we were spoiled people and we needed to do with less. As they sit in their ivory palaces eating their high dollar ice cream, they tell the American people to do less. Now, I will not disagree with them that we're a spoiled people. You know, my kids got a lot more for Christmas than I did when I was a kid. You know, I had one grandma I never got a Christmas gift from. She didn't have the money, but I didn't think she loved me any less. And another grandmother that gave us us a new pair of pajamas. Every year you get a new pair of pajamas. That's what you got from Granny. Christmas isn't just about the gifts. That part is true. But who are they to tell the American people that we are spoiled and that we should set our goals a little lower? Our expectation's a little lower. Don't expect so much. Well, (laughs) we're not expecting a whole lot right now out of this administration. Because they're not putting Americans first. They're not putting America first. Cuomo got up and said, We're not going to make America great again. America wasn't that great to begin with. That is how they believe. Because they want a complete socialist society, communism, because they want to control your life. They want to control when you can go to church, what songs you can sing. Yes, they do. That's what they want to control, or if you can even go to church. They're arresting them in Canada. They arrested another pastor yesterday in Canada because he didn't obey the rules. He didn't comply with the government. That, my friends, is what they meant when they talked about separation of church and state. They want to have your input. They don't, well, they don't really want your input. They want you to stay out of their business, but they want to be all over your business. Whether it's your church, your business, your community, your schools. It's time... To take control, America. Take charge. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
0: Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. mouth flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients and it's alcohol free too it's vine to bar chocolate order some today at vine to com. that's v-i-n-e-t-o-b-a-r.com cold ship to your door it's vine to bar vine to bar chocolate visit us at vine to com. hello i'm mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow for the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets, But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything
2: else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code BethAnn to get 30% off plus free shipping. Hear ye, hear ye. Now is the time for all good Americans to come to the aid of their country. For the past several months, I've been sharing with you a newsletter, Voice of the Patriot. Like Thomas Paine's Common Sense, circulate and share these newsletters with freedom loving Americans, friends, neighbors, family. Beginning with Voice of the Patriot newsletter number six, start sharing with your elected officials. We must take steps to restore our republic, as nightfall does not come at once, neither does oppression. In both instances, there's a twilight where everything remains seemingly unchanged, and it is in such twilight that we must be aware of change in the air, however slight, lest we become unwitting victims of the darkness, tyranny. We're burning daylight, America. Tomorrow might be too late. Request your copy of Voice of the Patriot today. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018.
3: Subpar immune systems throughout the world is probably the reason COVID-19 secured such a foothold on the population. Strong immune systems help prevent sickness. If you have a weak immune system, you might consider using Immuno 150. It was formulated to strengthen immune systems. Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived minerals and 80 other nutrients. Go to your computer and visit Immuno150.com. That's immuno one 5 If you don't have a computer, call 888-316-2224 for mailed information. Prepare to be surprised because Immuno 150 is effective and produces results. I urge you to cry Immuno 150 if you want to improve your immune system. For more information, visit the website Immuno150.com or call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224.
2: Have the CST Talk Radio this is Beth Ann. We have quite a following over here on on Facebook while I'm on the show, and some of them are saying that their their shelves are not empty. Um, I didn't say that they were totally empty. Well, the ones in in this town were, and then they were full. They weren't full, but they had the the frozen vegetables were back in them. But the store shelves have never been stocked as full as they were before the pandemic. That's what I was saying. If you look and see, they may have some things, but they don't have others. Now, this is coming from, and I don't listen to them. I don't watch them. I see the little little snippets of what they say here and there, and this is um, one article that's from MSNBC's Micah Brzezinski, Um, she's with the Morning Joe, she's one of the co-hosts there, and she's warning everybody it's going to be the most expensive Thanksgiving meal in the history of the holiday. They seem to think that's a good thing, I don't know, um, but she was talking about prices she'd taken a daughter shopping and, and how everything is getting higher and higher and higher, more expensive, and, um, it is, there's some things we can do without And, um, but it's, it's, America has been in bad places before. I don't know if it's ever been as bad as it is now. We have gone through rationing. I wasn't alive then, but during World War II, they rationed sugar and rationed other things. Everybody worked together. But right now, everybody's fighting one another, and that's really what concerns me. So, in this last segment, I'm going to kind of finish up what I started in my monologue. Talking about what is on my heart. So let me start back with the take charge America idea and back up just a little bit to that one little paragraph, that one phrase in the Declaration of Independence. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them from, Reduce them under absolute despotism. So stop and think today when you're working. Put a piece of paper down on the kitchen table or wherever it is you go to frequently and write down what are the abuses and usurpations that our government, Democrat and Republican, are putting upon the people today. And what are the purposes of it? other than to bring us under absolute despotism. And when you do that, you need to understand that it is not up to them, but it is up to you. It is their right, your right, it is their duty, your duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. That's your future security, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews. Now, as in Voice of the Patriot letters, we don't, we're not advocating violence. We're advocating get active. Know what's going on. Make the phone calls. Write the letters. Send letters somebody else has written. Do something. Make your voices heard. You are not in the minority, America. So how do we take back our nation, our liberty, and our freedom? Now, I don't believe any of us, including me, are yet to the point that Braveheart was. To scream, fight and you may die. Run and you'll live at least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you have been willing to trade all the days. From this day to that For one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that you can take our lives, but you can never take our freedom. Maybe we're not ready to do that just yet. I'm not ready for you to to scream and paint your faces blue and red or whatever you want to paint them and run. I could be wrong, perhaps. We are getting a little closer to that. Ready to sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, you know, to go to a school board meeting. It's sacrifice to get off your chair, go do something. But I've been thinking about this for a while, and in particular the last few weeks. What if, what if we win this this 2022 election and, and most of the Democrats are voted out of office and we've got all these beautiful Republicans, you know, that do everything right? I'm being facetious, you know. What if we win huge in 2024? What if we elect Donald Trump again or somebody else that is a true constitutional, you know, but he didn't always follow the Constitution. Let's be honest about that. But a true conservative in the White House, what then? Will our fight for freedom and for liberty then be over? Of course not. It's never over. There's some, there's always somebody around the corner with their trench coat trying to sell you something kind of goods. Come here to make you a deal you can't, can't refuse. There is one thing that will bring peace. And I know not how we get her done. I truly don't. And it is most radical. But if we win these elections, and we have true conservatives in legislative positions in the White House, we must... Absolutely thin out the bureaucracy. We must do away with certain departments in the bureaucracy. There'll be a lot of people there that can fill some of those jobs at uh, John Deere, <laughs> at Kellogg's, <laughs> and some of these other places where they've walked off. The socialists, the communists of this country, the haters of our Constitution. Must be exiled. How do we get that done? I do not know. But the Loyalists left America back in 1782. Says the evacuation of Loyalists began. Largely unwelcome in the new United States. About 100,000 Americans. That was a lot back then. 100,000 Americans who remained loyal to the crown find new lives in Britain, Canada, and British colonies in the West Indies. They're out of here. They're out of here. They went to different places. And it will be a huge task to get that done. But if we don't thin down the bureaucracy, if we don't remove those, especially those who are in public service, who hate the Constitution, who want to fundamentally change the United States of America, if we don't remove them... We've lost the battle. And another huge task it will be, and it's not inhumane to do this. It is the, it is our right. It is our duty. But we must also somehow round up all the illegal aliens who have been brought into this country and send them home. We've got to clean up Dodge, America. That's the only way we're going to bring civility back for a time. Just for a time. Because this is the nature of things, and it'll happen again. There's always somebody there wanting to take your liberty, your freedom, to help you from the government. We must take charge, America. We are a constitutional republic. The people, we the people, must absolutely take charge. And bring America home.
4: That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Radley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to com to begin that restoration.
3: I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did, and because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not-yet-born, for looking the other way, and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate, and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch, and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.